Hey all, this is Reed Reads, where we'll talk about the mundane, the insane, Mary Jane, or even the plain. A simple podcast for simple people. Come find out what I'll be reading. Hey all, welcome to Reed Reads, and... You know, over the years, I've learned one of the biggest impediments to productivity is time management. So with that being said, let me ask you this. Do you like tomatoes? If you do, you're in luck. And if you don't, well, you're in luck. We found ourselves a lot of times overestimating how much tasks we can get done in a day or maybe underestimating how much effort a single task might take. A lot of times we do get distracted by text messages and our family or whatever else tasks that might pop up over time. And before you know it, our whole routine on our, our whole plan that we had for that day is completely thrown off. Now, I read about this technique this week that might help you or help myself get some of these tasks done. And that is called the Pomodoro Technique. This technique was invented back in the 1980s by a university student called Francisco Cirello. Cirello had difficulty studying and completing assignments. So in order to solve this problem, what he did was committed 10 minutes at a time to studying and getting tasks done. And he used a tomato shaped timer he found in his kitchen to time himself for 10 minute intervals. Hence the name Pomodoro. Since Pomodoro, uh, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, is the word for tomato in Italian. Now, the technique has evolved since, and now it's being used with 25 minutes uh, at a time, but you could adjust it however you'd like. Now, here's the method simplified, and if you want to give it a shot, go ahead and give it a shot. First rule is to have your task on a to-do list at hand, or all the tasks that you need to get done on a to-do list at hand. Next, you wanna get a timer. Now your your timer does not have to be tomato shaped, and if you want it to be, that's up to you. Next, you wanna focus on one task at a time for a period of 25 minutes, unimpeded without any distractions. After that 25 minute timer goes off, you want to put a stroke or a mark down that says I've completed one Pomodoro session or Pomodoro session. And most important of all, after that Pomodoro session is completed, you want to take five minute breaks in between. In order to achieve the best result from this, you want to do four Pomodoro sessions at a time. So one 25 minute task, you take a five minute break. Another 25 minute task, you take a five minute break. Uh, and so on and so forth until you've completed four Pomodoro sessions. Now, after the four Pomodoro sessions, that's when you can start taking 15 to 30 minute breaks. Few rules that you might need to observe for the best results. For more complex tasks, you might want to break them down into smaller subgroups. If you have a bunch of smaller tasks that you know is not going to take 25 minutes, group them together and try to avoid distractions. Like I said, a lot of times, you know, family or more important things might come up. And this is where you have to prioritize. But if you disrupt a Pomodoro session, you just take a five minute break 
and restart that session. Nothing tried, nothing done. And with that, I'll continue sharing more time-saving methods. I hope you like that slice of tomato. Word of the day. Hope you guys like that sound bite. And with that, today's word of the day is impede. According to the Oxford Dictionary, it means to delay or prevent by obstructing. And I hope nothing negative obstructs or impedes your week. Because you, my friend, are an unstoppable force. It's time for everyone's favorite session, r slash no stupid questions. Johnny underscore soup one asks, would it be weird as an adult to buy a trampoline without having children? To be honest, Johnny, no, it's not. The question is, or a better question for me is, why do I not own one as yet? Look, man, if you need somebody to come jump in with you, just hit me up. Deadly Seas asks, what is a strong belief you've had in the past that someone was able to change your mind about? And this might be a little bit controversial, especially if I plan to run for some type of office in the future, the way future, but that is taxing the 1%. This was a heated discussion one of my mentors and I had last year. Now, a lot of times when this discussion comes up in the court of public opinion, it's very ill-defined exactly the 1% or should I say the rich? What exactly are we asking to tax? Are we planning on taxing their income? Because a lot of times they don't even take income themselves. Are we planning on taxing their businesses or are we planning on taxing their property? Because a lot of times, and you've seen what we've understood is that these guys take advantages of tax breaks that were set in place by the government for them to take advantage of. And Dave Chappelle even made a joke about this, about another political figure who highlighted the fact that, look, if we did not want them to take advantages or take the advantage of these tax breaks and tax laws that are put in place, we would have changed them a long time ago. It's just the fact that we down here in the middle class, lower middle class, we generally do pay more taxes than the upper 1% or the rich and wealthy. But that's because they're afforded those opportunities because they take advantage of the tax breaks that's afforded to them. With that being said, and this was the same thing that was asked of me. Well, if I should leave my daughter or my children an inheritance or a business or whatever it is that I achieve in the future, would I want them to be taxed the same way we are calling for the 1% to be taxed? Would it be fair to know that after you, and let's use the pull up your boots, pull yourself up by the bootstrap argument. If after you've built your empire and built your, your business, I should say, would it be fair to be taxed just because I make more than, you know, somebody else who's still working a nine to five or minimum wage just because I work to bring my network up. And yes, I said this was a controversial topic. So my call is not to tax the 1% or the rich and wealthy just because they have a higher network. My call is to adjust those tax laws and tax breaks that they are taking advantage of and make it fair for everyone across the board. Either A, we lower the amount of taxation that's imposed on everyone. B, we remove the tax laws that the rich and wealthy is taking advantage of or the tax breaks. Or C, simple, 
we allow for everyone to have access to those tax breaks and tax laws that the rich and wealthy is taking advantage of. Nebula Specific asked, if I went back in time to the Middle Ages and showed, for example, the cinema for Diablo 4, and if you guys aren't tracking, Diablo 4 is a top-down isometric video game where you fight hordes of demons and whatever else, other night creatures. But back to the question, the cinematic for Diablo 4 and proclaimed myself as a prophet, would I conquer the world? Now, if you didn't know this, back in those times, it was ruled mainly by Christianity and the Catholic Church had influence over a lot of what people did then. And you going back, first of all, speaking a different language, dressed completely differently and showing new technology, I'm pretty sure you were going to be burnt and tried as a heretic or a witch or a warlock or whatever else they could have labeled you as then i don't think you have made it out i don't think you would have made it a night to be completely honest so no that's not a good idea you definitely would make it and with that thank you guys for joining me for another episode of read reads a good friend of mine marcus aurelius once said the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts thank you guys for joining me for another episode logging next time to find out what i've been reading this has been Read Reads.